Welcome back to podcast episode number 50. This is podcast 50, people. That's awesome. We started this like a couple months ago and we're already on podcast episode number 50 here on the Conversional Speaking Podcast where we speak about making raving fans through the way that you speak and communicate. And in those 50, we are doing what has turned into an accidental mini-series. This is number four in a mini-series on how to edit your notes. And today, we're going to talk about outlining. How do creative entrepreneurs make lifelong, raving fans when they communicate? That's the question. This show has the answers. My name is Chris Lazo. Welcome to the Conversional Podcast. Okay, so I want to give you a recap of where we've been in this mini-series on how to edit your notes. The first episode, which was, let's see, we're in episode 50, so 49, 48, 47? Yeah, that's right. It was episode 47. So in episode 47, we talked about how when you're editing your notes, you want to make sure that your notes speak about change rather than just mere information. In episode 48, we talked about how your notes need to talk about your audience, not just you. And in episode 49, we discussed how you need to make sure your notes are about one idea, not two, not three and a half, not five, not 10, not 12, not 100, one, one idea. And in episode 50, we're going to talk about how you need to outline your notes. What do I mean by an outline? Well, think of it this way. Your speaking script is like a map, okay? It's like a map for a journey. And that map should take your listeners on a clear path from one place to another. Presentations fall flat whenever the listener is confused about where they're going. It doesn't matter if you as the speaker know where they're going. They need to know where they're going. And when they don't know where they're going, they get confused. When confusion sets in, the listener begins trying to make sense of your speech, which is a very dangerous thing because they need clarity, not to try to fill in what they think you're saying. If they can't make sense of where you are going very soon, they will either make it up themselves, even if it's wrong, and they'll often get your message wrong, or they'll disengage with you altogether and just turn you off. Either way, not a good thing. So to engage your listeners, you've always got to give them a clear sense of direction. You don't necessarily need to give them the spoiler, but you do need to make it clear that you're going in a particular direction to see that your presentation is going somewhere worthwhile. And the way that speakers do this is through what we call an outline. An outline is a rough breakdown of the main points and supporting points of your presentation or talk. It can be organized in a number of different ways, and the ways that you organize it are not as important as the fact of having it. Having a way of organizing what you're going to say in the order that you're going to say it. I want to give you a very rough and simple example of an outline. This is just one idea that is commonly used. You don't need to do this every single time. I just want to get in your head an idea, an example of an outline that works. Remember that our most rudimentary and basic description of an outline is that it is a plan or a map of what you're going to talk about and when you're going to talk about them. 
I want to give you one very common and persuasive example. You usually see this type of presentation outline in things like TED Talks. And I'm going to give this to you in three points. The first is that it must have a solid beginning. When I say a solid beginning, I mean that when you begin your speech or presentation, barring the introduction or the story or introducing yourself or any kind of funny quips, the main goal of that main section of the beginning of your speech or presentation is one that highlights a problem or points out a need. Okay? This is the first third of your presentation outline. Meaning when you're writing down on a cocktail napkin or a paper, you're typing something out, the first thing that you want to put in there is uh, something that deals with the problem that your audience is facing. Or it's pointing out a need that they are facing. I'll give you an example. Perhaps you are in the health industry and your ideal client is you know, facing uh, old age or chronic disease, something like that. So as an example, your first point would be chronic disease is at an all-time high. That's just an example, okay? Chronic disease is at an all-time high. Now, for the rest of that first point, you will build out that statement that you just made with supporting evidence. I kind of cover this in episode 42 when I talk about speaking without notes. It's kind of like a sequence. The point or the main statement you're making might be chronic diseases at an all-time high, but then you'll go on and spend a certain amount of time building that out, proving it, giving evidence, maybe sharing stories, metaphors, illustrations. But it's all couched under that first point. Chronic disease is at an all-time high. See how that point uh, relays a problem or a need. If you are getting older in age, or you are thinking about your health, or maybe you haven't eaten very well, whatever it might be, and you're in the audience, this is going to pique your attention because it's highlighting a problem or a need that you resonate with and you care about and you want to solve. And so that's why starting your notes off and subsequently your presentation with the need that your audience is facing or the problem that your audience is facing is really persuasive because it grabs their attention. And attention is like gold. It's rare and it's really valuable. Now, the second part of a three-point outline might be a compelling opportunity. In other words, I just highlighted a, a problem or a need in the beginning of my speech or presentation a need or a presentation that everybody in the audience or maybe most people in the audience will resonate with and that's going to create a tension and that tension is one which the audience wants to solve uh, the feeling is okay you just highlighted something that i really want to fix now i want to fix it and this puts the speaker in a very valuable situation in which the tension is on them now to break by presenting a compelling opportunity or a possibility. This is where after highlighting a problem or a need, you then show what's possible, you reveal an opportunity in the problem, you offer a solution. These are all different ways of doing that. You might remember in episode number 47 in this mini-series, I told you that people don't just want information, they want transformation. 
So don't just give them the facts, show them the possibilities. That's why people are listening to you if you're speaking, whether it's YouTube, a keynote, a business presentation. Don't just spend the whole time giving them things that they could Google on their own. Show them the possibility that is available to them. Show them the opportunity. I'll give you an example based on the first part of my outline. If my first point was that chronic disease is at an all-time high, my second point where I'm revealing an opportunity or a possibility might be, it turns out that our bodies need more fruits and vegetables, right? That's the solution. That's the opportunity. That's the possibility. And I just gave that to my audience right after piquing their attention with a problem that they are facing. And then, as in the first point, I'll go on to give evidence supporting that point, that our bodies need more fruits and vegetables. Maybe I'll share some stats, or I'll give a case study, whatever. You get the, you get the idea. Now, finally, there's a third part of a compelling outline, and that is the end goal. It's not enough to point out a problem in the beginning, nor is it enough to offer a compelling opportunity in the middle. You must also have an end goal. And I like to call this a call to action is the popular term. You can also give next steps, but this is the crystallizing, catalyzing moment where you offer your audience a way to step forward and to realize the opportunity that you have just presented to them. This might be signing up for an email broadcast. It might be purchasing something, or maybe it's just reflecting on the questions you're saying. It doesn't matter. What matters is that at the end of your presentation, you give something actionable for them to do. I'll give you an example based on what I've already been building out. And again, here's a recap. If the first point in my outline is chronic disease is at an all-time high, and my second one is it turns out that our bodies really just need fruits and vegetables, my closing argument might be, that's why we made veggie shots. <laughs> Take one a day for a balanced life. <laughs> if I were in the fitness nutrient uh, industry, that might be something that I would say. You see what I just did. I just created a three-point outline built around a problem, an opportunity, and a call to action. I highlighted for people a felt need that they probably have if they are my ideal customer. Then I offered them a compelling opportunity of what's possible if they continue uh, listening to what I'm presenting. And then I give them a call to action. I'll give it to you one more time. Chronic disease is at an all-time high. It turns out, though, that our bodies need more fruits and vegetables. And that's why we made veggie shots. Take one a day for a balanced life. Now, I just summarized that in a matter of seconds. You could expand that and scale it depending on the amount of time you have. If it's a 20-minute TED Talk or a 30-minute sermon or a five-minute Instagram television episode, you would just fill in that space with the necessary supporting evidence. But the rule is the same. You have an outline. And for me, that was my outline. I highlighted a problem, offered an opportunity, and then gave a call to action. 
And again, this is one outline that you can use, a very common, very powerful, very persuasive one. But I just want to get in your mind what it means to have an outline. Your notes, again, we're talking about how to edit your notes. Your notes need an outline. So at this point, if you listen to episode 47, you're including change in your notes rather than just mere information or data. You're talking about your audience, not just you, as we talked about in episode 48. And according to episode 49, you're making sure that your notes are surrounding one idea. Well, now you're taking that one idea that's about them, not just you, and offers change rather than information. And you're making sure that one idea follows a flow that we call an outline which organizes your thoughts so that you don't risk going on tangents that end up nowhere or getting lost in the details and losing the attention of your audience through confusing public speaking. Outlines do this. Your notes need an outline. That is, it must have a beginning, a middle, and an end. I give you an example of what a beginning, middle, and end could be. That is, highlighting a problem, offering a possibility, and then giving a call to action. But really, you could change it up. You could break the rules. You can do all sorts of things. What really matters is that you have a point A and a point B, and maybe a point C. <laughs> the point is that you are moving your audience, not through a random conglomeration of uh, you know, data and information and talking points, but you have a clear direction. You're starting somewhere intentionally and you're ending somewhere intentionally, all in the hopes of bringing your listeners through a journey of information that you're delivering to them in order to change their lives. I give you one example. There are a lot of different examples, but hopefully that steers up enough fodder in your head and heart to be able to put this to action and to work. Hope that helps. This is Chris Lazo, the host of Conversional Speaking Podcast. Oh, what's up, everybody? This is Chris again. I know I just concluded by saying this is Chris of the Conversional Speaking Podcast. And now I'm back on saying that this is Chris of the Conversional Speaking Podcast, but I could not end this episode without telling you that I have a new PDF online. If you haven't gotten it already, if you haven't subscribed to my broadcast, you are missing out. And you're missing out because I just released my five secrets of public speaking. That is the five secrets of great speaking. These are secrets that I didn't just randomly put together, but I spent over a decade researching, analyzing, and putting to practice through 800 plus speaking engagements of my own. And I collated that research and came up with what I believe are the five most necessary things that any type of speaker needs to have in their tool belt. And I wanna give that to you for free. All you gotta do is sign up for it on my website. That is chrislazo.com. I'll send it to you immediately, meaning you click that button, you'll get it immediately <laughs> on that webpage in your inbox and a bunch of other free content that I like to send to my listeners because I really love that you are listening. I love that you're a part of this community and I want to give you some stuff that will help you and I believe this will. So again, go sign up for it, chrislazo.com.